Remember, folks, this Easter, before you stuff the goose, please remember to put a condom on. We don't want the same problems we had last year. Hello, and welcome back to a show that asks if your mom had swallowed you instead, what would you have tasted like? Here on the Peter Pod Network! Season 2! Because your theory is, we're going to go down there and have a donkey barbecue, and I'm going to furnish the ass, right? You are not You don't know where that's been. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Episode 7 of the Peter Pod Network. I am Peter Pod. He's Will in the Back, and our mascot, Melissa Cody, a.k.a. the Butt Slut, must have given birth through her ass because we all know her cunt was way too busy. And thank you to Amber and Lynn, Massachusetts, for that one. It's been another weird week in the news, and this week we'll bring you stories like Donald Trump has finally been indicted for getting his dick wet in a way that Democrats don't like, and, uh, well, Republicans don't care about. Also, racist propaganda has been spread in parts of Manchester, Bedford, and Goffstown, including in front of the Peter Pod Network's four-wall studio. We'll tell you more coming up. And reparation talks get closer to reality in San Francisco, and the city gets closer to a final number in their attempt to finally prove that they are more woke than you are. And if you'd like to submit a butt slut joke like Amber and Lynn, write to thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com. And if it's any good, we will use it on the air, which is actually something funny we noticed lately. We used to get emails that we should lay off the butt slut jokes because we were getting mean. We told everyone be patient, and this particular joke isn't even close to the punchline yet. Let the joke work itself out. It sure as shit isn't wanted on a muffin. Now the only people who say anything about the butt slut jokes are people who came up with butt slut jokes of their own and want us to read them on the air. Which, if you haven't guessed, is fucking hilarious to us, and isn't that what Jesus would have wanted? Also, speaking of the email, special shout-out to Josh in Berlin, New Hampshire, of all places. While he was freezing his ass off up there, Josh took the time to go through his old Easy Rider magazine collection and send in who he thought was my friend's mom that I spoke of at the start of episode 3. And, well... Sorry, Josh. My friend's mom wasn't a little person. Or as the French might say, les midget. But that was fucking funny. We sent a special something this morning to the address you put in the email. And if you were smart, you did not give us your work address. Because, well, you'll see. Make sure to hit the subscribe button or follow the Peter Pod Network wherever you're listening to us from. You can find us on all the major socials as well as Amazon, Spotify, Samsung Podcasts, YouTube, and more. Pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found, except Apple. Clock's ticking, fuckers. If you want to check out the archives or find the home of all things Peter Pod Network, just jump on over to peterpodnetwork.com to find all the shows, even the really shitty first ones that you can't find anywhere else. Plus the songs, art, and general stupidity that is the Peter Pod Network. Alright, now that all that fun is out of the way, what do you say we get this shit started right? And of course we can only do that with... King of the Jackals! Well... I guess you know we're about to piss somebody off. That's right, folks. We bring you once again yet another King of the Jackals for Episode 7. And within the last several weeks, hell, maybe the last several months, you would think Kanye West and that entire batshit crazy drama circus he provides us on TMZ would land him squarely in our crosshairs. But after the latest Kanye revelation and some really introspective thinking about the whole situation, well, this week's King of the Jackal has to be Mr. Jonah Hill who you may remember from such roles as Fat Jonah Hill, then as Not As Fat Jonah Hill, then as Fat Again Jonah Hill, then, our new personal favorite, Fat and Depressed Jonah Hill. 
As most of us have seen on the news and social media, Kanye West has tweeted that after watching the remake-slash-reboot of the movie 21 Jump Street, he no longer feels anti-Semitic, and he credits Jonah Hill for the sudden enlightened position. And all we have to say is, Jonah Hill just ruined Kanye West. Let me ask you a very serious question. Which was more entertaining, Kanye at church, or Kanye professing his love for Hitler? Yeah, we thought so. I spent the first five years or so of Kanye's career doing everything I could to avoid having to listen to a Kanye West song. But when that motherfucker was jumping on stage and telling Taylor Swift to fuck off, or when he started dating a woman who looks like an Armenian Barbie doll that someone left in the microwave a little too long, Kim Kardashian. Hell, when he went on TMZ and said slavery was a choice. After all that shit, I was glued to TMZ and Page Six. It actually reminds me of the 60s, really. People only saw a straight black and white safe television that was run by a council on standards. Then one day Jack Ruby murdered Lee Harvey Oswald on live television and no one wanted to turn off the fucking channel. Jack Ruby single-handedly made it so people were walking backwards to the bathroom so they didn't miss the chance to see someone else's head explode live on their TVs. The same effect is what Kanye West has. And damn it, I wanted to see what he'd do next. So seriously, fuck you Jonah Hill. I know you weren't trying to, but if you've turned Kanye into a constructive member of society, we will be fucking pissed. Sure, it's good for him, but what about us? The people who matter. I couldn't tell you a single song or album that Kanye West has ever made, but I can sure as hell tell you the last guy that said Hitler had some good points while on the Alex Jones show. And to everyone's surprise, it wasn't Alex Jones. So from all of us, you don't get to be famous. and do get to enjoy when a celebrity is proving that he or she is crazier than that guy in Concord who fucks parking meters. Fuck off, Jonah Hill. I swear to God, if Andy Dick suddenly tweets about how he just saw Superbad and now has decided that he's going to stop touching kids, we will have words, my friend. I will just leave you with this. If I can't read stories about celebrities losing their ever-loving goddamn minds on Facebook while I take a dump in the morning, because suddenly shitty reboot movies are proving to be better medication than actual medication, then I quit, Planet Earth, because once they start prescribing people seasons of Riverdale, this place is going to get real fucking boring. Thank God Britney never saw a fucking Polly Shore movie. So with all that said, Jonah Hill, you are... King of the Jackals! Stay tuned for the rant. Up next, right after these words from our sponsor. Do you remember those times when you could be home sleeping the night away? And you wake up to a burglar invading your house? And you could just shoot that motherfucker square between the eyes? and not have to worry that you're going to get sued for not considering their rights? Do you miss the days when you didn't care if your spouse had a bruise again when you went to church because there was no fucking way you were going to let her fuck up a pot roast twice? Do you miss the days when you could only order Chinese food over the phone and you had to have a 20-minute argument with a man who doesn't know English so you ordered a poo-poo platter because it was the only words he could repeat back to you? Do you remember when Howard Stern was actually funny? And not a geriatric pelican in a Golden Girls wig who's afraid to say anything that might upset someone? Do you miss the days when everything sucked massive donkey dildos, but was still way better than now? Hi, I'm Jeff McConaughey, speaking to you again about drunken advantage malt liquor. And I want to let you know that all of our brewmasters working kind of hard in the gas station bathroom with the broken lock remember when the days were better. And smacking your kids upside the head when he decides to get smart didn't end up with you in handcuffs. Well, with every batch of bathroom hooch that we call Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor, we try to bring back a little bit of that yesterday that we all remember and loved. 
by making sure that every batch utilizes only roadkill casts that are at least a year or two old. Because kittens don't have that yesteryear flavor. Sure, you can let them age on a radiator for a while, but here Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor, we have standards. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor. Because fuck you, that's why. Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor is a proud participant in keeping our highways clean and safe and free of roadkill. Just don't tell the health department. You know what? Tell them. Fuck those guys. What are the words to the song? I don't know, but I'll carry on. Because I've got something to say. And here comes a rant of the week. Now, hello, and welcome back for this week's rant. This week, we're actually carrying on the email theme we talked about in the beginning of the show. And the specific emails we are talking about this time are those fucking OnlyFans girls who message everyone to follow their pages and subscribe to their sites. Because apparently they think everyone wants to see a stomach that needs to be ironed and a full display of daddy issues. It's not often that a man says, put more clothes on. But ladies, some of you need to take a good hard look in the mirror and realize that the man who told you you looked hot was only trying to fuck you. And your friends who said you look amazing, well, those are lying bitches who are kind of assholes. And I think this is kind of the problem we face with this. Some of you have never been told that you would look more appropriate wearing a muzzle and a flea collar. And really, you girls should know better, because we hear you say it all the time. Girls are fucking two-faced with each other. Talking about how some girl is trash, and then immediately take a phone call, that same girl calling them your BFF and shit. Fuck, I don't think it's a stretch of the imagination that the term body positivity was probably created by some woman trying to get her fat fucking friend to wear something that they really shouldn't have. Oh no, girl, you own that massive flat tire of fat-filled skin that's wrapped around you like a starving African child clings to the only life raft that can get him the fuck out of here. That's body positivity right there. And not surprisingly, nowhere on earth can you find such a massive selection of creatures than from the OnlyFans Lagoon. But we have a surprise for you Instahors, and it's a fucking fun one. Well, at least it is to us, and frankly, that's all we really give a shit about. And that is... We went in on a little joint adventure this week with another couple of guys who were creating a webpage and didn't know what to use as content. And, well, we said, dude, if all the OnlyFans attention whores want to keep DMing, emailing, and posting their pages over and over again to literally everyone, well, fuck it, let's post them too. And let's advertise all over social media that if you want to know if your kid or significant other is doing OnlyFans, stop by the website and look them up. And while that seems perfectly juvenile enough to be something that we would do, there is more. See, for the last year or so, whenever we here at the Peter Pod Network received one of these DMs or emails or whatever from some thirsty whore who contributes nothing to the world except an overused hole and a constant need for rent money, well, we'd like to think of ourselves as investigative journalists for a reason. And, well, those emails are how we learned how to do it. Which, of course, means almost everyone that was sent to us that wasn't a bot, well, we were able to find out who you really are. We may or may not have forwarded your messages that you sent to us to those on your friends list. Especially if we thought they were your parents. And I have to say, no one has sent their retarded OnlyFans messages to us twice. So sorry, Bridget. We don't want to see your nasty tattooed floppy tits. But maybe your dad will. Let's find out. Stay tuned for the news. Next. on your side maybe don't be a giant cunt next time i waited for the day where i sit by and get away from you no be happy that you didn't have to die i would have buried your ass along the side of some random 
Station's world-famous Stage 5. Join our hosts in discovering what makes you tick, New Hampshire. Is your neighbor secretly running a Taiwanese brothel out of his basement? Yep. Are they open when I get off work tonight? They are. Do we know if they accept checks? They do. Can someone call my wife and let her know I'll be late? On it. This is... The PPN News. An 18-year-old Manchester man has been shot by police Sunday night, and before anyone tries to start a protest that turns into a riot, from all reports, this fuckhead earned it. As the old saying goes, if you play stupid games, you will win stupid prizes. And our suspect, whose name I can't pronounce, so I'm not even going to try, decided his stupid game of choice was to point a BB gun at the police in a parking lot on Maple Street. And what did our mental midget win this time? Yep, they shot his dumb ass. Now he's looking at charges such as reckless conduct and criminal threatening. But in the meantime, our Maple Street moron will spend some time in the hospital as he recuperates from those pesky gunshot wounds. While the police say that he will survive, our guess is he may be done playing stupid games. Either that or this is about to become a very entertaining trial. In other news, Pamela Smart has been denied a commutation of her jail sentence from that crazy time she talked three high school students she was fucking into murdering her husband. Or something like that. Basically, she's an evil bitch who used kids to commit her crimes like some pathetic Batman villain from the 70s. As we said, her plea was denied by the governor, so her dumb ass can rot in jail until her vagina falls off. And in our final story tonight, white nationalist neo-Nazi group NSC-131 has descended on New Hampshire and other New England states as messages with rocks and Ziploc bags were found in Manchester, Goffstown, and Bedford over the last weekend. One of these baggies was actually found in the same neighborhood as the four-wall studio where we are recording right now. Funny thing to this moronic attempt at being an asshole, at least in our neighborhood, the elderly people who found the bags thought it was a baggie of drugs. So they called the cops. Middle-aged people thought it was trash. So they threw it away. And we don't live in a world where kids get to run around the streets without an adult anymore, so the parents overreacted and did the exact opposite of what these racist trash bags wanted because now those parents had to make an example for their kids. So, genius move, you future Mensa rejects. You accomplished nothing. 
We went to the Gab website that was included in the baggie that we found. No, we will not give out the internet address, because fuck them, that's why. And surprise, surprise, no one identifies themselves and everyone is wearing a mask. Which means the NSC-131 is basically the equivalent to your local poorly attended Antifa meeting. Well, except with less results, apparently. You gotta love when a group claims how they are the antithesis, the exact opposite of someone, but is using all the same tactics and methods of those they say are using bad tactics. Want to know why groups like NSC-131 or Antifa or the Occupy movement didn't work? Because they all operate the same exact fucking way, and blame the other side for doing exactly what they did. It would be funny if they all weren't so fucking sad. This has been the PPN News. Hey everybody, Jeff McConaughey here. My bail is posted, we paid that bitch off so the charges are dropped, and that makes me want to talk to you about Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor. That and T-Bone Santa's just picked up for something involving a child. Don't rush to judgment though, it could be because he was selling them, and not the kitty diddling. Now that I'm back to tell you about that smooth jet fuel flavor and that irresistible it must have been made in the back of a barn aroma, Makes you more than ready to start your day absolutely pumped to kick open the door to your daughter's bedroom, throw her inbred brother through the window, and finally confront that cheating hole. Now that's the power of drunken advantage malt liquor. For when you catch your woman sneaking back into the house at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday, and the only thing she has to say for herself is, I'm sorry, Dad. For when the dog won't sit, and your son won't look you in the eyes, for when 23andMe says you might just be your own grandpa. Well, that's when you need the Drunken Advantage. Here at Drunken Advantage Malt Liquor, we dedicate ourselves to bringing you only the finest in plastic bag and a toilet brewed alcoholic beverages. That again, we really aren't supposed to be calling a beverage. But it sure as shit has made a lot of alcoholics. And if you or someone you know or love is suffering from the side effects of alcoholism, remember... If you give them more alcohol, then the side effects go away. Like we always say, if you've got the shakes, then what you don't have is the drunken advantage. Drunken advantage malt liquor. They actually bailed me out of jail to make this stupid fucking commercial. Drunken advantage malt liquor probably supports mothers against drunk driving. We just wish they wouldn't be so mad. That's right, folks. Welcome to another edition of Our World. We're back this week with more stories from around the country and, of course, around the world that we bring to you in an effort for everyone to see that we're all giant pieces of shit, so let's all calm down. The city of San Francisco has decided to bankrupt itself, apparently, as they move closer to finalizing a reparations package that would include $5 billion to every eligible black adult. The proposal would also remove any personal debt and guarantee a yearly income of at least 97 grand for 250 years and a home for any family for just $1. Is it racist to say that there is no fucking way any city in America could reasonably afford that? 
Most people with half a fucking brain have realized quickly two very obvious issues that will arise with this reparations package, however. The first being, San Francisco's population is about to fucking skyrocket and you can't afford to feed and house the people you already have. And two, there are a lot of people who are about to be told that they aren't black enough. That ought to go over well. Springfield, Missouri has a whole new problem, other than being in Missouri, that is. Now that Pastor John Lindell of the James River Church went live online a couple of weeks ago and is claiming that a woman who was missing three toes let three ladies pray over her and then the four of them watched as Christina Dine's toes grew back over the course of a couple hours. And as you can imagine, the pastor and the woman all claim that this foot fetish of a miracle was God's work and that for his next trick, the good pastor told his followers that a couple of them are going to raise the dead. Fears have been mounting in Springfield that this will bring out every nutbag with an internet connection to their lovely town, who will then come in hopes that Pastor John will cure them of whatever disease they bring to Springfield, and then of course spread around that lovely mountain town. Others, though, are optimistic and see this as an opportunity to set up shop and take every cent from those coming for help. The church has taught them well. In other news, Australian scientists have created the first meatball made from woolly mammoth DNA. We're guessing because they had too much money and nothing to do. The impact on the world is unknown at this time, but most in the scientific field predict that this was just a perfectly good waste of time, money, and materials. The Australian science team that developed and grew this meatball say they wanted to get people excited about the future of food. So when asked what the meatball tastes like, the scientists responded, This meatball costs millions of dollars to make. There is no fucking way they are going to let us eat it. Once again proving that this was a colossal waste, and we should all feel a little dumber for even knowing about it. Also, it looks like Highland Park in Los Angeles finally sucks a little bit less. As reported by KTLA-TV, Uber Eats is fucking up again and sending numerous food deliveries to addresses in the neighborhood for free. One man reportedly receiving up to 13 deliveries in a single day, and you better believe that man has put on a few pounds. And a giant fucking smile. Uber Eats reports that they are looking into the problem and are currently working on a solution. But for the residents of Highland Park in Los Angeles, California, they can take their sweet fucking time. And our final story tonight, well, we've said it before and we're going to say it again. The only thing monkeys are good for is throwing poo and making AIDS. A woman in Dixon, Oklahoma learned that lesson the hard way after someone's fucking pet chimp broke loose and went for a walk down the street to rip off her goddamn ear. And rip it off he did as the chimp lost his shit on this poor lady and was eventually shot twice by one of the victim's family members before the cops could arrive. So let's be clear, all of you gun control nuts who keep asking why you would even need a gun... Well, how about because a giant fucking 200-pound chimpanzee could come out of nowhere one day and turn your face into a Jackson Pollock painting? My horse just died outside of town Ain't got no pickup, it broke down Lost my job to a what do you call them all you Mexicans Confederate flags flying on my house I don't mean on a flagpole, I mean on my house It looks like the Dukes of Hazzard threw up in here I said my kids are idiots But they drink too much of my wife carries a knife Oh, when the kids are drunk This is the saddest cowboy song Used to ride a horse, I used to head up north Just to see the land now my minivan has shit the can This is the saddest cowboy song They took my house when I lost my job And they locked me up when I robbed my mom How the hell am I supposed to afford both meth and kids? 
My wife left me, but she forgot the kids And my dog wandered off after taking a piss All the only thing I ever loved, my NASCAR pins I said my kids are idiots, but they drink too much My wife carries a knife, but when the kids are drunk This is the saddest cowboy song I used to head up north just to see the land Now my minivan has shipped the can This is the saddest cowboy song I said my kids are idiots But they drink too much My wife carries a knife But when the kids are drunk This is the saddest cowboy song I used to head up north just to see the land Now my minivan has shit the can This is the saddest cowboy song And that is it for us tonight. Thank you for checking out episode 7 and come back next Monday to see what we say next on the Peter Bud Network. Keep searching that Easy Rider magazine to find Mrs. L and let us know if you find her, you could win 50 bucks. And we repeat, she was not an unemployed leprechaun. Make sure to subscribe and follow wherever you find us. And if you have a joke you want to share, if you just want to say hello, send your emails to thepeterpodnetwork at gmail.com to reach the only New Hampshire team that will write back and will not give a fuck. We're funny like that. Find the archives at peterpodnetwork.com to see everything Peter Pod Network. And until next Monday, for Will in the Back, I am Peter Pod, and our mascot, Melissa Cody, a.k.a. the Butt Sluts Father, probably should have just beaten her instead of cancer. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. And from all of us here to all of you out there, don't be shitty, New Hampshire. Just trying to have some fun. Just trying to.